Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. This is a special episode. Hello. This is a very, very special episode, all about resolve, determination, determinazione, determinazione, kakugo, kakugo, that's what they call it. What does that mean? My name's Mark, and I am joined, as always, by Jackie. Hello, I'm Jackie. And Miles. Uh Hello. So yeah, there was no new episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Obviously, that is what we usually talk about. There was a new episode. Yeah, it was like a recycled episode. It's a recap episode. episode That's an episode. 21.5. It is new old content. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like last week. We got a bunch of emails to read. We'll go over that. I mean, I guess we can we can talk about the recap, right? Yeah. I have things to say. I have uh, I've taken many notes. I have uh, topics of interest. Oh, let's hear some. No, not right now. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we just got a comment on SoundCloud that says accident. I need to look up what this is in context. Here are my recap thoughts. Go ahead. It's kind of bad that they lost Fugo because I think his stand is one of the most powerful. Mm. Mm. I think it's funny that Mista, like his origin is not getting shot a bunch of times because now his career is getting shot a bunch of times. Mm. Anyway, I also forgot that uh, the car, when it blows up that man, also kills um, the lady. Like it just falls on her. Yeah. <laughs> I think when we summarized it, I think it, when that episode came out, I think you were like, wait, it killed the lady? Because I think you must have sneezed. Yeah, probably. You missed it. It's almost allergy season. Looking forward to that. Oh, Good. I'm looking forward to it not being a frozen shithole anymore. I'll take allergies. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts include, it was interesting to finally just see a chronological or sequential just breakdown of here's each character. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, because it wasn't chronological. You're right. Well, I mean, none of it is really because it's told in past and present, yeah. you know? But it, yeah, it wasn't chronological for the manga, I guess. It was just sort of like, here's a character, here's a character. But it's nice. It's just one of those things where I kind of wish it could have been done earlier for new viewers. Yeah. But they didn't want to, I guess, smush all of the summaries into the first 10 episodes or whatever. So we only recently really finished everyone's origin story. Right. I have a lot of thoughts, but I, I want to save it till after we do emails. Okay. Well, I I want to talk about themes, uh, you know, of the characters and what resolve means and symbolism and other things. I have mm. lots of those, those kinds of overarching, like now that I've seen that, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing some themes. I'm seeing some, um, you know, things like that. So, and also questions for you guys. For me? Not just you. Me and Miles? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I actually <laughs> thought you meant the listeners. Um, uh, oh, also the listeners. Something much more shallow. I'll the listeners say can answer the questions that I have. Is, uh, here is Araki's uh, author's note from volume 55, now that we're done with the chapters at the anime, whatever. Observation of the nature surrounding us, number three. My workplace on the second floor shelters a wide range of life forms. First, the ants. They sometimes stroll on my sketches. I tried to find where they come from, only to see them come out of the electrical outlet. 
Since there was nothing I could do, I let them be. What? Then the lizards. Surely coming from the air ducts, they only come out at night, so I also leave them alone. Is, it sounds like he has a plague. Finally, plagues. the sparrows. <laughs> Even if I regularly close the doors and the windows, sometimes they come flying around the studio. Where do they come from? I this think, is a complete mystery. I think he's haunted. That's it. He's haunted. How big is his studio that the sparrows have room to fly around? He didn't uh, include the fact that his studio is in the middle of a forest. Oh. Completely open, <laughs> no ceilings. The second floor of the forest. Yeah. You know, the treetop canopy uh, studio. Gotta take an elevator. Yeah. Made out of wood. Powered by elves, I think. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for writing, Araki. Yes. Thank you for writing all this stuff decades ago. Let's now talk to some of our listeners in a segment we call Correspondence Corner. If you want to write to us, if you want to be stuck in a corner, you can write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. And, uh, are you asleep? Yeah. I think you're asleep. I am. <laughs> I'm a little cloudy. We're just going to read some emails. Yeah. It's, <laughs> we do this all the time. We do this all the time. And now emails. This first email is from Sal. And it's entitled, Mark's Hamon Issue. <laughs> Mark's personal problems. Yes. <laughs> hey, JJB pod gang. I'm getting pretty sick of Mark fussing about Jonathan punching Jack the Ripper through the stone wall. Same. So let me explain my own understanding of Hamon. As far as I know, Hamon can travel through anything, living or inanimate, but can only imbue organic objects. So while Dyer was able to fill a rose with Hamon and throw it at Dio to hurt him... Jonathan would not be able to fill a brick with Hamon and throw it at Jack to kill him, but can instead send Hamon through the brick wall to do so. I hope that cleared things up. Sal. I don't think it did. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling so hungry, so I go make myself some breakfast. That's Mark, pretty good. Mark, what do you think of... Um, I I feel like it's it's fuzzy now, but because it's been a while, but I feel like there was something where uh, Zeppeli, after being halved, tries to send Hamon through the chain or wants to send Hamon through the chain when uh, Jonathan is fighting some awful knight, but he's like, ah, I can't because the, the chain is... Right. The yeah. chain's a chain. Like Hamon can't go through certain types of things, I, but I, Yeah, the can. thing with the frog and the rock. Yeah, the frog and the rock. That's true. He <laughs> does break the rock. No, he well. doesn't break the rock. Wait, Do, doesn't he? It's like he doesn't. Well, he the doesn't frog. break the frog. Yeah, he doesn't break. Oh, the frog. Oh, he breaks the rock. Yeah, yeah, it goes through the frog into the rock. Johnson. Okay. So. So it makes sense that he breaks the wall, right? No, he doesn't break the wall. That's the thing. Is he breaks Jack the Ripper on the other side? Right. It doesn't go through. It, it goes through the wall, but it doesn't hurt the wall. Through the wall. What? I thought he punches through the wall. Through the stone remember. wall into Jack. Mark, are you prepared to let this go now? Uh, no, because I think this is incorrect. I think at this point, it's like, I, 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 this, I've experienced this before where you like have really strong feelings about something, but you don't remember like the details. You just remember the feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that with people. I'll like yeah. dislike someone and I'm like, what oh, is it yeah. about him? But fuck him. But yeah, well, I forget. Definitely. You're like, so like, it probably oh, doesn't I matter. I hate this guy, but I don't fucking remember why yeah. at this point. I think it had something to do with this, but now that I think about that, it doesn't seem like a big deal. But it definitely was a big deal. I've given this a lot of thought. I've made my decision. I've debated with myself. I've decided, and I'm not going to go back. Also, <laughs> the roses that Dyer fills with Hamon are dead. They're cut from their source bush, so they're not living. I mean, they... 
They have yeah, lots but of so moisture. are those leaves that they turn into like a yeah. p- pain glider. Also dead. I mean, I guess they once were, and they have like oxygen or whatever water. It's the carbon that matters, I think. Well, I'm sure rocks have carbon in them. Well, that explains it. Well, I guess. Why don't you just let this go? It'll make your soul lighter. Mm. I don't need to sleep at night. I toss and turn thinking about this chapter. Every time I close my eyes. (laughs) I wake up feeling so confused about Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, But thank you for writing. I appreciate the attempt, uh, but I'm still undefeated. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Who's next? Who's next? Jackie, do you want to read this? I do. Let's see. What is this? This is from uh, Wyatt. Hello, Wyatt. Uh, The subject is just finished listening to the part four podcast episodes. Hey, yo, Wyatt here. Hey, yo. I just finished listening to the older episodes for part four. So I wanted to bring up a few things that I thought would have made the ending a little better. Mainly during the final fight against Kira, instead of Jotaro using Star Platinum the world, have Kira try to press the bomb, but he can't and he realizes old Joseph is using Hermit Purple. Maybe have Joseph say something like, don't hurt me, son, or something to that effect. Also, when I first got go got into Jojo mainly after watching part three, I thought that the main Jojo and villain always shared a stand power such as stopping time. So when I saw, so when we saw mystery guys save young Josuke, I thought it was just like crazy diamond bites the dust or something like that. No signature or anything? No, there's no PS. It just ends? Yeah, that's it. Wait, These so... These are just some thoughts. Wyatt, I'm very confused, and I think part of it is that you need to break up your sentences, but... Yeah. Are you horny? Yeah, wait. <laughs> Respond to this thread. I think... Hit reply all. I think the default... I don't know. At this point, should we assume that our listeners are always horny? No. No? This is not a horny until proven innocent. Yeah, you've okay. got to tell us. Okay. How will we know otherwise? You must be horny beyond the shadow of a doubt. Okay. Uh, cool. Wyatt... I don't quite get your your proposition for how part four would end, but it would be nice to see old Joseph doing something. Maybe have Joseph say something like, don't hurt me, son, or something. Yeah, but I don't understand how Joseph using Hermit Purple would stop Killer Queen somehow, but I like the idea. (laughs) Whatever it is, it's sort of murky, but I like it. It's similar to Swamp Water. Pretty good. Uh, As far as thinking that every, every like hero and villain would have like opposite end powers like that, that seems kind of cool but i think after several parts you might be like all right well, well we can figure out what the, what the bad guy's gonna do right now. we know that one of them is gonna be the opposite of the other so that kind of thing yeah so i guess part four they're not really like it at all i mean i guess killer queen destroys things right that's killer queen's whole thing is that he well it kind of is because killer queen blows things up so they fly apart from each other and then it gets crazy with days rewinding or whatever and josuke puts things together that's right that's right and in part five giorno's power is everything stupid god but very powerful (laughs) and the boss's power we don't know so question marks time it's a time thing he kills people (laughs) instead of living animals Mm. whatever thanks for writing that's an interesting concept because i i kind of thought it's like oh well part three is like the culmination of the joe star versus dio 
thing so it kind of makes sense their powers are aligned but i don't know i'm gonna look for that because i like the idea of killer queen exploding things is the opposite of healing random thought mark prove me wrong mm-hmm. um <laughs> king, easy king, smoky's abdul no mm-hmm. uh king king crimson is Culex from, from super mario rpg is Culex? i am matter i am anti-matter i i can see your past i can see your future i consume time and i will consume you Mm. The only that is a good point, but the only thing is, is that in reality, Culex Culex is a hidden boss from Mario RPG, the 1996 Super Nintendo game. It is the best, and he's a hidden boss inspired by the current Final Fantasy game of that era, which was Final Fantasy IV. Uh, and the thing is, though, is that he fights with crystals. Mm. I don't really think that King Crimson has any elemental. Maybe, maybe his name is secretly King Crystal. King Culex. King Kelex Crystal. I, I'm just gonna read this email because <laughs> <All> right, <ignore laughs> it's not enough substance. I told you I I, I, yeah, I, I, I like the monologue, but I just mechanically I think. What if next episode? What if next King episode? King Crimson is like, look at these crystals. There's some crystals and there's some Final Fantasy music. <laughs> that would be great. The boss battle music from Final Fantasy IV is just excellent. Um, yeah, I'm gonna read this one just because it's really small, so it would be a waste of Miles's sexy Garfield voice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is from Alex, and it's called King K. Rimson. Since you mentioned King K. Rule in an episode about King Crimson, I figured I'd send this in. This will come across great in an auditory medium, I'm sure. <laughs> Your miscellaneous listener, Alex. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I somehow win as King K. Rule because he is just that OP. Miles, uh, enjoy this image. I like it. Jackie, is, you is already he, saw this? I guess oh, he's yes. talking about Smash. Is that uh, where yeah. he's OP? Oh, yeah. King K- I don't think he's really overpowered, but definitely to begin with, he was an early favorite. The image in this email is it's King Crimson, but with sort of a dinosaur face, like a long snout. Uh, and obviously Epitaph has the same. Did he make that? Uh, if you did, Alex, this is fucking excellent. I mean, it's excellent <laughs> either way, but I would be super happy if you made it. Um, but it's great. And it makes King Crimson look somehow less threatening and more threatening at the same time. Yeah, he looks goofy. Okay, so this is the beginning of... This is the true beginning of this episode now. This uh, this email. King Crimson Crash Course. This email is from Jaron. I'm sure you got a bunch of these, so hopefully my explanation is simple enough. Oh no. King Crimson can see 10 seconds in the future and react to it. If you were going to punch King Crimson 10 seconds from now, he can't stop you from doing that. Okay. Mm-hmm. You will punch that spot. What he can do is see the punch and move, but he's limited to 10 seconds worth of movement. So he can move behind you. You will think you missed the punch, but what really happened is your mind doesn't remember the 10 seconds of movement you just did. Time is linear. King Crimson still moves through time, but only he remembers doing it. It's two different powers. A, see 10 seconds in the future. B, moving through those 10 seconds and making everyone else forget. Don't worry, it's really hard to understand at this point in the story. There is a, quote, pretty metal fight later on that simplifies King Crimson by explaining its two abilities. I hope this helped. I don't know if it did. Okay. Are you horny? Okay. Okay. No evidence either way. I'm going to make a spreadsheet of who's horny. Oh, (laughs) 
we'll like make a fucking make a fucking line graph that's like horniness of our horny signatures that's right yeah it's like it's like everyone's how horny too confused are to be our, horny. um our our correspondence <laughs> and it's like by week 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 to week like horniness. you know what is the horniness level each week i'm telling you i think this week is is low because people are confused yeah. about all the time stuff and you can't then, be horny when you're confused can, and, no you can and then we can set up yeah you can yeah you can <laughs> we'll set up like okay like when like, you're watching we want we want to increase horniness by 10 percent. what what is this okr by the, by the end of the second quarter what is okr is that oklahoma uh, ranch objective key result so it's like, oh my god! You set up like what you want, like your goal to be, like what your object, like what your, but something that's like measurable, and then you do, you try to do. Th- I don't know. I don't really understand because business. I, I honestly like. I mean, I care, but I don't care. Like, but it's like it's supposed like I don't know. Modern. It's, it's, it's a goal. Labor it's a goal. metrics. Talking about business. It's a goal, and then you try to do things that will improve that metric. There's and it's also supposed to be like a way to see like how how you're whatever how your company is doing so like things like improving revenue it, you know might be something related to that but yeah yeah it's a convoluted way of saying goal we have kpis key performance indicators at work yes yes also similar too many things yeah at my last job there was go there was like one of the just like objectives like one of th- a thing to focus on this quarter was go do's i think just geo dash do do um wait geo dio uh-huh giorno giorno right. i figured out i figured that out like day one. Oh my goodness <laughs> um geo and dio it's like the combination between a uh it's like if you take Jojo and Dio and you like ship them together, like what would that ship name no, be? No, you and can't do Dio. that. You cannot do that. Why not? Because they're father and son. It's true. It wouldn't be right. No, I'm saying it Jojo, like any right. Jojo and a Dio oh. and you were to ship them. That's you know, still Like Jonathan and Dio. Jonathan and Dio no, with Dio. It's still incestual because Dio's body is a Jojo. Wait, did we even address this? I didn't understand. What was the what was this email about? The oh, about I, the. I started talking about, about OKRs. Oh, let, let me. <laughs> I'm, I got to review part of that because I think, Jaron, I think that there's some contradiction in there. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so the, so I, I I'm taking notes on what people are saying. So he says that the power is, he can see ten seconds into the future. He can move through those ten seconds, but and then make people forget about that movement. So. If he goes to punch, if I, if I go, if Miles has the power and I go to punch Miles, Miles, Miles knows what the result is going to be. And then he can move within, which is the punch and Miles can move or do whatever he wants. Like within those 10 seconds, that 10 second time period. So are you frozen during that 10 seconds? No, you're you're doing what you would do. I'm always going to do what I was going to do. And if you didn't have this power, you would get hit in the face. But because you do have this power, you can do something else. Okay. Because you see everything that's happening within, or you see what's happening within that time, but you know what the end result is going to be, which is like, you know, my fist straight up in front of me, and mm-hmm. you can do something about that. But then here's the the contradiction, or at least Jaron may have missed something here. So it says, if you're going to punch King Crimson, I'm just skipping around. If you're going to punch King Crimson, he can't stop you from doing that. Right, so you would he punch stop, him. He can't stop you from executing a punch. Wait, oh, he can't. But it says if you're going to punch King Crimson, not yeah. if you're going to punch. Yeah. So if you're going to hit the hit the stand, he can't stop you. But then it says he can move, and then later, so he can move behind you, 
you will think you missed the punch, but what really happened? So you're saying you didn't miss. You you just don't remember it. Right. You hit King Crimson, but he can, I don't know. But it didn't happen. I don't get it. Okay. Well, I'm writing down, because several people have written in to try to explain this to us, and I'm writing down the rules that people are setting forth. Um, But the thing with this, so so the main things I'm going to keep coming back to, um, because this recap episode shows us, like, the two main things that are, like, the most confusing so far about what King Crimson can do, which, number one, he, Mark, explain to me, how does he, when Trish is in the elevator, he, like, cuts off her hand and takes her away. Why don't we discuss that? And then the other thing is, like, him, him... making uh, Bruno punch himself. Well, we got to discuss that later. People okay. try to attempt, uh, explain those things. Yes. Okay. Here's so, another person. Okay, let's see who wins their, the, the explanation. This is the thousandth, thousandth, <laughs> the thousandth, thousandth person to explain King Crimson from Ty. And that's just the subject. That's not your feelings. The thousandth. Hey guys, it's Ty from Australia. I know you're going to get countless people Good trying day. to explain KC to you. So is that koala country? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> no. So here's my first crack at it. First things first, you're overcomplicating it. The more you think, the worse it gets. Disagree. Stop thinking. Yes, it can see the future. Epitaph allows it to see 10 seconds into the future. How Bruno escaped was by thinking further ahead than that. If Casey sees an undesired event in those 10 seconds, it can choose to skip that event, thus removing the cause from the effect. I know how illogical it sounds, but that's how it works. Let me explain it like this. Epitaph looks into the future and sees the user getting shot. KC would remove the getting shot part, and it would look like the bullet teleported behind the user. Okay. Also, yes, its effect is worldwide. Araki described it as the feeling of when you're reading a book and you turn the page and forgot what you just read on the last page. KC is essentially a stand that creates that feeling. Hope that helped. Sorry for the long email. I really enjoyed listening to you guys rambling about fourth dimensionality and time last episode. Can't wait to hear you get more confused about more stands later, especially in best part six. Love from Ty. P.S. Dio makes me horny. Thank you for telling us that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. Put it up on the board. We want to know. Someone's horny. I think the horniness context is very important to us. We need to know. We need to know the context. I don't know. I don't know if I want to know what makes people horny. I think that's private. I want to know. I think that if you are willing to share, you should. Um, There you go. And then the the other thing I also wanted to say is thank you for the feedback in terms of the uh fucking fourth dimensionality i don't know time First of all, time conversations thank you because i appreciate when people tell us nice things well i mean <laughs> we, ty did call keep, it rambling we can keep doing those things when it wasn't rambling it was carefully written down and rehearsed uh-huh, and we definitely really. weren't just vomiting things i definitely i definitely was uh here's the thing i think <laughs> i think you make a good point ty about the fact that the way bruno is able to escape one attack by King Crimson is that he just thought more than 10 seconds ahead. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Right? I made it seem like, well, Epitaph can't see the future because... So I'm wrong as fuck. And people... Like, the next, like, five emails are just people being like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, to mark me. The thing is... uh, Where is it? There's a lot of things. Uh, Wait. I have a comment about mindfulness. Removing the cause from the effect, it's, it's just... The way I had made it simple was... 
King Crimson erases time, so there's still like secondary effects, but not primary effects. So you might be dead, but you did not die. You didn't go through the process of dying. So it's as though you're already in a death state, but yeah, there's, I don't know. It's it's sort of like that. It doesn't make any sense to me. It feels really arbitrary, you know what I mean? Because it's almost like some part of the universe decides, well, what is a direct effect of something and what isn't? But we'll just wait and see. I'm going to stop trying to figure it out because what happened last episode is an old man tried to remember a comic book he read over a decade ago. Uh, Who? What? And told people when they were wrong and didn't know what was happening. We're talking about you. We're talking about me. Okay. So you don't know what the fuck King Crimson's power is. I still feel like I know what it isn't. But no, nobody knows what Aside it is. from the future thing, obviously. But yeah. I have a comment. Um, so it, people talk about, and I guess Araki has said that um, just, you know, the feeling of when you read a book, you turn the page and you forgot what you just read or the feeling like I think about this in general because this is a problem that I have where like, you know, when you do things automatically, like you do something so many times, like you forget, like, like I'll remember, you know, I'll, I'll notice myself. Okay. I'm waiting for the bus. I'm at my bus stop, but I don't actually remember getting there necessarily because yeah. Like, I'm just, like, thinking about other things, you know? And, like, so I don't... not being mindful. Not being mindful. So, maybe Araki is telling us that we should all be um, in the present moment so here's, <laughs> and be mindful. Here's my thing about that. I, I, I have to... I wish I had Araki's comment in context. Yeah. Because it almost sounds like, just the way you summarized it, Ty, it sounds like you're saying Araki is just likening something in the comic that is occurring in these chapters to something that might happen to you in real life, not that that is what's been happening. Because during these chapters, we see the gang like two or three times in a row being like, how did the cat get that fish? Why is the water in, in my hands? Where did the chocolate go? When they haven't been doing that for the rest of the arc. Like, uh, did his power just start? Then how does he already know how to use it so well? Is he doing it for longer now? Did he previously do it for like half a second? And you're like, when did I turn the page? But now mm. it's like 10 seconds and you're like, where's the book? That's a good point. If it is worldwide, it would have been cool if that was happening like in every episode. There was just like things that were like, hey, wait a minute. How did, th when did, when did this happen? That would be so annoying. Is this power like <laughs> daylight savings time, which we just experienced? Well, what happened to that hour? In this case. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Find the hour. In this case, it is because we did spring ahead. Mm -hmm. um, so we did lose an hour. Okay. So you're right. So everything that I did in that hour is gone. But the effects remain. The effects still remain. I'm still well rested. <laughs> this next email is from Bort. Bort! The, the subject is reductive interpretation of King Crimson's power. Obviously, he doesn't even say hi. He just he just jumps right to it. Uh, obviously, Araki wants to be the big erasure of time stuff. Wants it to be the big erasure of time stuff. But what if it can be interpreted as a much in a much simpler fashion? It has two powers. One, it can preemptively see the actions that are going to occur within the next ten seconds. It deletes the memories of everyone within range of the stand power for the duration of the predicted actions. Other than Bruno punching Bruno, this would smooth out. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, how do you explain fucking Bruno punching Bruno? How are there two Brunos in the same 
time space that doesn't make any fucking sense but anyway sorry bort um other than bruno punching bruno this would smooth out a lot of the jank trying to understand king crimson's actions time appears to skip for everyone not using the power king crimson can precog actions precognate precognitive i don't know uh king crimson can precog actions and move to take advantage of that and no one outside of his range goes what the fuck did i have a stroke just my thoughts in an in unrelated news i was watching a red letter media video about a movie called suspiria suspiria it appears to play out like a jojo story only from the point of view of someone who isn't a stand user really bizarre use of color everyone is acting very extra and there's just a bunch of weird shit going on that the people only see the effects of but none of the causes so are so are there other movies that could be interpreted in a similar fashion does doing so make them better bort p.s i got married P.P.S. I think sneakily had the DJ add freaking you to the playlist. Nice. P.P.P.S. Nice. Every t- Orny. Very oh. good. <laughs> what I, happened? I heard what you said. It like skipped. Mazel tov, Bort. Yeah, congrats. That means you're horny. Um, that's why <laughs> yeah, people get married. Add one to the... <laughs> Add one to the to the chart. Um, thank you, Bort. And congratulations on your marriage you did it very happy for you uh yeah so suspiria is really good um i think i used a song not from suspiria but from a different movie by the original italian director in one of the part four episodes i think there's or, or maybe uh dario brando i think when we, when we doubled back and watched phantom blood i think i used it um but yeah suspiria is really good a lot of people think it's argento's best movie it is italian much like this part of jojo's uh, so there's that connection as well. Um, Suspiria, I don't know. I guess those those interpretations, those connections make it feel like JoJo. But the rest of it, I don't know. It doesn't feel that When did JoJo-y Suspiria come out? Uh, 70s, maybe early mm-hmm. 80s. Could have been an inspiration. I mean, it could have been. Dario is uh, Dio's father's name. Mm. And Araki loves Italy. There's a recent remake of Suspiria. No? Yeah. Came out last year. I wanted to see it in theaters, but it just couldn't happen because they didn't put it in wide release and i didn't want to go to new york i didn't feel like it what uh everyone has gotten down the fact that yes king crimson can see the future and no one can remember what happens in that time frame where are you what are you reading i don't understand in part parts steps one and two okay got it this is like the third email where someone goes to explain it but yeah so far it feels like the only thing everyone can agree on is those two points Mm mm-hmm uh i think i think they disagree on the range though for example i think different people have different ideas on what the range is Mm -hmm. um so that's one thing um and the other thing is like no one can explain someone explain to me specifically bruno punching bruno because i don't there's someone addresses it how the fuck someone addresses it okay because in any point in time there should only be one of you yeah so is that what made you think about time not being linear Last time we talked? Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, okay. That's one of the things. This email is from Salvador. It's called Tattoo. Hello, JGB Pod. It's Salvador again, second listener from Kentucky. Number two. 
We have to admit that Giorno's stand is pretty fucking broken. First, he can make a brick snake and now a stand turtle. Pretty broken, if you ask me. Yeah. Well, anyway, since no new episode this week, sad face, random question. If you had to get a JoJo-inspired tattoo, what would you get? Signed, Salvador, horny, we don't even know. Why? Uh. Says that? No. Or you're just saying that, okay. Oh, you're saying that, okay. All right. My tattoo would be, uh, it just works. Just those three words somewhere. (laughs) And then it would remind me, like, you don't have to understand everything, you know? It's going to happen. It's it's fine. It just works. It doesn't have to make sense to you. You don't have to understand every single moving part. That's a that's a great way of looking at life, Mark. Yeah, it's not it's not what I do. Oh. It's not how I look at things. But I probably should. And the tattoo would be a reminder. Um, I would just have Epitaph's little face staring at me, being like, "No." Yeah. Um, I'm looking up JoJo's tattoo. Somebody has like the little ladybugs that are on Jorno's jacket. That's I- a cool idea. I would get maybe, I think it'd be cool to get like Yukako, but also make it kind of in the style of Jinji Ito. I think that would be cool because he has uh, characters that are similar to her power. So maybe make it all spirally and cool, make her hair all spirally and cool. I think that could be cool. A lot of people get the star. Yeah. yeah that, that's like the most common one, I think. That's See cool. Some stone masks. That's cool. What? Oh yeah, a stone mask would be cool. The skulls that are on Kira's tie would be cool. Mm. Like on your face? On my chest going down. Oh. Mm. I would have to work out more for that to work. You could get sheer heart attack on the back of your hand. Yeah. That would be cool. Oh, the like the lacy pattern on Bruno's chest you could get on your chest. <laughs> but, but just that. I so love that. So when you have no shirt on, it's just like a weird... Yeah, it just ends. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just ends. You can just get like the, the math symbols on Trish. <laughs> just math. I love math. <laughs> uh, I think it'd be cool to get maybe Dio holding a mask with like a rose or something. Kind of looking like Vega now that I think about it. Yeah, really. <laughs> Like Vega from Street Fighter. An Iggy um, tattoo would be, be cute. Cool. I wouldn't want an What'd Iggy you, tattoo. Iggy's what kind gross. of tattoo? An Iggy tattoo? Iggy? Iggy's cool. I wouldn't want an Iggy tattoo. It would tattoo. be cute. Iggy's chill. True. Iggy's dead. Aw. All right. This is from... Who is this from? This is from Will slash Panda Knight. Uh, the subject says, the recap email arc. Hello, JJB Pod crew. I had recently found the podcast after watching the first King Crimson episode and had an itch for discovering new voices who shared a passione for JoJo's. I have grown to really enjoy all three of your perspectives and your thoughts on the show. Whether it's figuring out the madness that goes on in each episode or the occasional random tangents that you spit split off on, the podcast has brought me many laughs and much entertainment over the past couple of weeks part five is probably tied with diamond is unbreakable for my favorite season of jojo's because of the colorful cast of characters and compelling story i personally found the foil between bujarati's gang and the assassination team to be an incredibly fun dynamic so i was curious is there any member of the assassination team that you think would have been a good fit on the protagonist team or you think would be cool to have been swapped in. Thank you for the hours of entertainment and for being your awesome selves. And thanks for taking the time to read this potentially lengthy email. Much love, Will slash Panda Knight. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I dreamed that I've gone on a 
Giorni. Ha. PPS. Horny indeed. Yes, confirmed for horny. <laughs> I didn't see the, the the PPS actually. PPS horny indeed. Uh hornyindeed.com. Like that's where you apply for jobs <laughs> where you have to you have to be horny. Sexy yeah. jobs. Uh, so as for thank you for the kind words. As yes. for your question about swapping, I think we could put Gacho, the white album angry user in for Fugo. Wait, which one is that? Which one is that? The Ice Guy? Ice Guy. Ice I, Guy would be great. I was yes. thinking that too. Swap, yes. swap him in for Fugo because yeah. Fugo is a traitor. Aww. Uh, Whoa. And doesn't come along on a fantastic voyage. I think his power is also suited, better suited for an evil guy. Ice? No, 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 Fugos. No, no, no. Fugos. Fugo? Yeah, it's the virus. Yeah, it's and scary. He's, he's mean and angry. So scary. Uncontrollable. Yeah. So I'd say swap them out. Yeah, that guy was pretty strong too. He was hard to stop. Gacho. 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 Gacho journalism. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. Sorry. Um, maybe maybe the, the old age power. Oh, Grateful Ooh. Dead. Or the fishing hook power. The old age power is so evil though. <laughs> it's evil to rob all these young people. I would say the fishing power. Yeah. But I didn't like that guy. I didn't like that guy either. He was too ugly. You don't like Pesci? No. I like Pesci. I think he's endearing. So, someone that looks like him could never be a protagonist in this show. We still, oh, that's true. <laughs> we still have not met the main guy, right? The that's whole team right. is dead except their leader. But maybe we have. Maybe it's Dio. <laughs> Wait, is that... What are you doing? Well, since... It's Dio, you're right. You two don't know who it is. There's well, but equal, we've seen him. equal chances that it is Dio and isn't. But we've seen the head assassin guy. Haven't we? He's the oh, guy is that with the what red you were eyes. saying you haven't seen yet? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say we haven't seen the boss. No, we haven't seen the leader. Like, everyone else on the assassin team is dead except the leader. Oh. I, I've already proved that the boss is not Dio because Risotto. this guy t- talks too much about what he what his power is. True. Which Dio would never do. Yeah, you're talking about uh, Risotto, Miles. And you're right. We haven't seen him. And we wonder, is he off uh, just shaking all the time because all of his friends are dead? All my friends are dead. Yes. I already used that song. I thought about it. Aww. But yeah, I see just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Also, before when you were just speaking of songs, before when you were talking about like how Mista had to think like more than 10 seconds ahead, it made me think of... Bucciarati. Did I say Mista? I meant Bucciarati. I'm sorry. I said I said Mista. No, you're right. Bucciarati. Sorry. Bucciarati had to think um, 10 seconds ahead. It made me think of um, that song from Aladdin. One jump ahead of the... The one where he's dashing around stealing. He's just yeah, he's dashing around stealing and like the the um thieves, not thieves, the I don't know, the police, <laughs> whatever they are, the police are like after him. The 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 palace guards is what they are. They're they're chasing after him and he's like he's like dashing around being all quick and like thinking one step ahead, two steps ahead. Cuz stealing's cool. Yeah. I can't believe how long this podcast has been going on. I haven't thought about that song, Push Me to the Edge, Yeah, like in a long time. This is called, I think I have an idea about how King Crimson works, but I'll keep it to myself for now. <laughs> All right, thanks. This is from Chad. Chad! Aloha. It starts with Aloha, JJB Pod Crew. I always watch recap episodes just in case there's something special snuck in there, but I think we can all agree it's just a clip episode. I will say that I thought it was interesting they show... 
a comment Fugo makes, by the way, this is just me talking, that Fugo um, says, like, I might even hurt you. And then we see that he uh, doesn't go with them on the boat. It's almost foreshadowing. Uh, I'm excited. This is the email. I'm excited for there to be a new OP and EP, but we'll definitely miss Coda and Jodeci, respectively. I mean, we don't know. They might keep one of the intros and one of the outros, but I, I personally hope for new stuff. I do like fighting gold, but it'll be cool to see what they do next. Disagree. That's me talking again. I got to stop. It's everything's just blurring read, together. Just read his email. Sorry. Yeah, I, just read. I thought we were having a conversation. No. If you had to come up with an official JoJo's Bizarre podcast drinking game, what's at least one rule you'd want to have in place? My suggested rule would be to take a drink or shot for every first-time writer to the correspondence corner. Ooh. Mm. Anyway, I can't wait to see what happens in the rest of the series. Mark, I'm sorry I didn't catch how my addendum from last week would kind of spoil some things, so I'll try to remember to send it again at the end of the show. Keep up the great work. Mahalo, Chad. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. It's not like... I think many wouldn't consider that kind of thing a spoiler. No one knows what I'm talking about, and that's good. Uh, Chad, but just in general, talking about like what will or won't happen, I think might, but I know what you're saying. It would be nice to be able to talk about that kind of thing, but I made that mistake in the past in this arc actually. And yes, but Chad, are you horny? We don't know the burning questions. We only know that Chad wants us to keep up the great work. Thanks, Chad. So, uh, let me, so I'll back up to the stuff that I answered. Um, Jackie and Miles, how do you feel about the possibility of new opening and outroing songs and sequences. I love Fighting Gold, but I guess it would be fine to have a change of pace. It would be fine. I think that this show has already given us the gift of Fighting Gold, so even if they give us something different and it's not as good, we still have Fighting Gold. It wasn't taken away from us, you know? It can never be taken away from us now. Right. So something new is fine because it might also be good. It's true. You know, it could be like the chase to whatever the previous OP was in part four, where it's good. Uh, Hopefully. And as far as uh, taking a drink or a shot to our podcast, I think anytime there's a reference to something else, um, anytime we go off topic, anytime we don't talk no. about JoJo, <laughs> no, that, that one's bad. Let's get people real, real fucking drunk. The reference, yeah, the reference one has definitely calmed down as of late. I'm trying to keep it alive, um, blowing on the fading embers of a fire. Every, anytime somebody says the word "horny," oh man, oh, or no. something that rhymes with "horny." Okay, like, what's a word that rhymes with "horny"? People, people do that all the time in our emails. Hmm. Oh, true. corny. Good one. That's really it. That's it. Don't try to think about it anymore. Okay. 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 <laughs> You can, you can literally just go back to every correspondence corner but those when are someone cheating. makes a pun on on every time I close my Puns eyes. Puns don't count. Thank you for writing. Thanks, Chad. All right. This one is from uh, Josh, and the subject says Lord Red. Hey, JJBP crew. I love hearing you guys so get so heated about King Crimson's power. I know you're going to get a ton of emails just like mine, but I thought I'd throw in my hat and I throw my hat in the ring and explain how I understand it. So in my understanding, King Crimson works under the concept of fate or predetermined actions, but really it creates this concept within the time frame of the powers activation. I might be forgetting some stuff, but for example, if Bruno were to be begin a punch rush 
aimed at King Crimson and intended to continue for longer than the time frame of King Crimson's skip, then he could not change his intention during the skip. No matter what King Crimson does during the skip, Bruno cannot change his intention. It's as if King Crimson did nothing at all, but he really moved as he liked. Then, when the skip ends, all actions done during that time are erased and only the result remains. Additionally, I don't think King Crimson can be affected by anything during the time skip. If the episode disputes this, that's my bad. It's been a week since I've watched them. Arriva Derchi, Josh. P.S. Horny. Thank you. Short and sweet and horny. The signature, I mean. So this is about, okay, I think this, does this make more sense to me? This makes more sense to me. Do, still doesn't explain the Bruno punching Bruno, but it makes sense. The thing is, it's not a totally encapsulating explanation because what you're saying is King Crimson cannot stop you from doing something. Period? I'm, I'm not really sure. No, so it's like, so for so again, if I if I wanted to if if my intention is to punch you, and I start that motion and you activate your power, um, anything that happens within that time is still going to happen as if like it's it's automatic, like it's an automatic thing, like you you're whatever whatever was supposed to happen within that time still happens for everyone except King Crimson and. And him, I guess. But if um, you intended to hit King Crimson and that's going to happen as a part of fate, mm. then he can't move. You know what I mean? Well, Except he can. Well, no, here's the thing. So if if I intend to hit you, that doesn't mean I'm going to hit you. It just means that I'm going to try to hit you. You know, like, I don't know what's what's actually going to happen. I'm just going to try my best to hit you. Now... Because within once he activates that power within that 10 second time frame, I'm going to keep acting automatically with what my intention was and what would have happened if you didn't activate the power. But uh, with the power, you can then, you know, move freely within time within those 10 seconds um, and then also erase any memory of what happened. So you don't actually see... So, so the person punching doesn't actually see that person move or move things or change whatever whatever fancy things that they did within that 10 second time period. You only end up with the result, which is my attempt at a punch, you know, my fist extended, you know, whatever, whatever. Can King Crimson... So we're only talking about punching. Yeah. <laughs> what if he wants to prevent you from spoiling Harry Potter? And he knows you're about to say Snape kills Dumbledore. Miles. Can, oh, sorry, everyone. I was in book three. Spoiler alert. No. So, like, can he erase that from his... Like, if he knows that Harry Potter is about to get spoiled for him and he erases the 10 seconds, he can't stop no. that, right? Yeah, because he... Well, he knows, I think, what happened in the erasure. Okay. So he would know. It takes more than... It takes less than 10 seconds to say that, though. Yeah, but that's what... Miles is saying is that he can't erase that you spoiled something. He could erase it for other people. Yeah. Because they don't have his power. So he can keep Harry Potter from getting spoiled for everyone else in the room, but not himself. He has to... Hmm. It's a real burden to bear. Heavy hangs the crown. Yes. On the king. 
That's what, well, no, because he can do anything within that 10 seconds. He could like, I don't know, cover his ears <laughs> and no one can see that. You know what I mean? He can go, la, 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 <laughs> you know, and like not hear the spoiler. But if he sees the future, <laughs> he knows like he can, he, he, he's already heard it, right? Mm, well, no, because we have Epitaph and we have The Stand and we have him. So I think I think it goes through some filters before it actually gets to him. I think Ep- Epitaph can see it and then they can okay, react okay, to okay. it. Yeah. What he could do... So Epitaph, Ep- Epitaph gets the spoilers. What if Bruno spoiled Harry Potter and then Epitaph looked ahead, saw that happen, and then... Was like, hey, don't let this happen. No, the the, the boss was like, What? what happens and then he just didn't do anything and he got punched and he lost what if he was upset his didn't he didn't activate his power by the way can epitaph look into the future and he king crimson doesn't have to activate the rest of the power so he can just see the future for 10 seconds that's pretty cool you know what i mean if you can just see the future then you could dodge punches and stuff because you're like oh he's gonna punch up here well guess what too fast for you so, uh, yeah, so is Epitaph always looking 10 seconds ahead? If it was, then it would be... Then then Butcher Lottie wouldn't be able to do anything. You know what I mean? Remember remember when he thought further than 10 yeah, seconds yeah, and he yeah. punched the pillar or whatever no, it, it Yeah, it has to be something you can activate every now and then. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe when you do it, you can't see the present, you know? So you're just sort of, like, vulnerable if you keep doing it. We don't really know. Maybe it's got a cooldown timer. Uh, which you can decrease by drinking potions. This is too hard. Well... Miles, you can read this email. It just works. Now you guys get it, the whole it just works thing? No. No, the idea I'm saying that people would just give up and they're like, whatever. I feel like that's all of JoJo's though. Like for all of JoJo's, you can say, all right, that's just, that's just what happens. Let's not, let's, let, let's not think too much about it. This email is called, hey. Hey. Hello. Hey guys, long time listener, first time writer here. I've been following your podcast since Battle Tendency and I've loved listening to discuss part five. As it progresses along. One issue I always have... lives in Dallas. (laughs) One issue I always have in talking about JoJo is summarizing the parts to non-watchers. So I wondered if you guys, in, say, ten words or less, describe each JoJo part. Always looking forward to listening. Have a great week. Jellyfish Pond. (laughs) P.S. Whenever I wake... On a springtime morn, I feel an overwhelming horn. <laughs> is it just like a horny and morning? Is it's that good. springtime morn, overwhelming horn? Okay. Uh, like so I actually during the episode I was kind of bored because it wasn't doing anything new other than uh, summarizing. So I wrote uh, exactly ten word descriptions for each arc. Hmm. Nice, but. If you two want to go first, can you try to summarize uh, each arc? You know, just go back and forth. Miles, you do one. Jackie, you do two. And I'm just going to keep count and see if you can summarize them. Wait, before. I want to do one. No, okay. no, no. It'll be one, two. Oh, you want to do part one? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Fucking vampires. <laughs> okay, that's two. I guess that's not that long. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. Comma. <laughs> that's not another word. Just... I understand. It's punctuation. <laughs> Fucking vampires. Um, whiny hero. Um, I'm glad this isn't live. I don't know. Evil mask. Yeah. That's six. And an evil mask. 
Fucking vampires, whiny hero, evil I, mask. I feel like with fucking vampires, it's like all you. Oh no, like beautiful, beautiful ass, beautiful ass fucking vampires. That's it. That's uh, yeah, it gets you to nine, I think, if you add that in. It kind of yeah. just sounds like, like it's Castlevania, but the but the Belmont's like, oh, I hate it. And he's just like, his whip <laughs> sucks. He's like, his whip sucks. Wish I had a gun. Uh, all right, Miles, can you do part two? Okay. Teen fights. Big butt boys mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with the help of Nazis. Ooh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Jackie, can you do part three? Bo- uh, I think you should just, just talk it out and then tr- we'll try to edit it. Travel around. Uh, or, uh, yeah. A group of cool guys <laughs> travel around the world. <laughs> Died. To fight a vampire. No. <laughs> no, no, to fight a time vampire. That's like 14. <laughs> no. You made it longer. You went, no, no, no. And then you went longer than 10. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, cool guys travel the Middle East to fight. By the way, I'm holding up fingers just so everyone knows that they're looking at me hold up fingers. Um, We're at eight. A time vampire. Uh, just you could just just, just cut, out, cut out the articles. Make it like a okay. headline. Ta- yeah, <laughs> cool guys travel Middle East to fight time vampire. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yes, that works. Miles, do part four. Okay. Well coiffed teen. What does coiff mean? Uh, like his hair is nice. Okay. Like style styled. Uh. Battles hand lover. Hmm. Who also changes face. (laughs) That's that's not bad. That's not bad. It's like face off with. (laughs) Face off with Seinfeld. (laughs) Yes. And uh, Persona. Or X-Men or something. Jackie, can you summarize part five even though it's not over? Part five from what we know so far. Um, Beautiful androgynous men. Oh, uh, beautiful androgynous mafia men. No. Beautiful androgynous mafia men. Uh, I feel like we're writing a haiku. I know. Carry out tasks. No. (laughs) Um, Help teen girl. No. I'm always obsessed with the ages. (laughs) I think that's it. I think we can just say beautiful androgynous mafia men. That's all. That's all we need. Oh, and then uh, Italy. Uh, with God powers. Let's just do like with God. Po- fight with God powers. Fight with God powers. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. What are yours, Mark? Mine are as follows. One. One. Oxygen martial arts used to defeat a childhood nemesis vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, vampire? <laughs> I wrote vamp in my notes and forgot what that abbreviates. Oh. Because <laughs> vamp is a word. Two. Undead demigods fight against oxygen martial arts what wait fight against oxygen martial arts successor also nazis also nazis three author totally changes battle mechanic (laughs) soul projections (laughs) fight each other four is soul projections get even weirder murder mystery in charming town yeah part five Gangsters use soul projections uh, to... What the fuck did I write? I just I wrote this 15 minutes ago. 
Oh, gangsters use soul projections to end mafia. Time gets fucked. Mm -hmm. Time (laughs) gets fucked, indeed. I like soul projections. Yeah, I couldn't think of it. Soul glow. Let your soul glow. It's like one or two more. This is almost a mailbag episode, but I do have things to say about the recap. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. I have so many things to say about the recap. Okay. Or like four things. (laughs) This email is from Martin. Martin! Whose house? Hello, JJB Pod. It's your one, if not the only listener from Finland, Gleitsnight. Gleitsnight, I think. I think I'm actually a bit obsessed with this series with what I've accomplished. I've gone through every reference in this series and collected every music reference in a single playlist. It's been a great journey for me because I've gotten to listen to so many new artists that I had never heard of, but now I'm a huge fan of. For example, I knew about Deep Purple, but didn't listen to them at all. But after I listened to Highway Star, the stand that sucked energy with feet, I became a frequent listener. Nice. It's a good song. I didn't know about it either. Uh, I think it's in one of the Guitar Heroes. My question relates to what something that I think Mark, with a C, said about my username. You said it reminded you of something, but I have no clue what you meant. Could you elaborate? Also, have you guys either read or seen Moomins? And what's your opinion? P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up feeling like time has been erased. I just closed my eyes and suddenly it became morning. Mm. P.P.S. I'm horny. Very good. As far as what your username reminds me of, I have no idea. What's his username? Glaze Knight. I think the Mm. way it's spelled just reminds me of like Blaze Blue. Or it reminds me of donuts. Yeah, I love donuts. I'm sorry, but I don't know what I said. Um, Do you guys have any donuts? Oh, that'd be good. Love a donut. Would that be good? Oh, yeah. No, like cool. on the pod, though? So, no, we wouldn't eat it on the pod. Oh, then never, I, no. Well, all right. If you, wanna, you don't want to ask me about things outside of the pod? No. All right. Uh, I don't know what Moomins is. I meant to look it up when this email came in five Moomins. seconds ago. I'm looking it up right now. Stolen Moomins? I don't I'm just know gonna, I'm going to talk over it. The, I'm, I'm not going to let it be boring as I Google something. The Moomins? Are the central characters in a series of books and a comic strip by Swedish-speaking Finnish illustrator Tova Janssen, originally published in Swedish by Schiltz in Finland. They're a bunch of white, round fairy tale characters with large snouts that make them resemble hippopotamuses. Oh, cute. They are cute. Wait, are is this cute. is this a listener from Sweden? Finland, Finland. Oh, never mind. But there's a lot of Swedish influence in Finland. And uh, I th- there's some, I think street names are in both languages. Yeah. And I think they have to have like a, some department in their government speak Swedish. Or it might be the other way around. Like there's a Finnish speaker in the Swedish government. Okay, well, I just saw Swedish pop star Robin at Madison Square Garden and it was great. Shout yeah. out to Robin. Did she go, yeah, 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 yeah? I think so, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so many pop stars are secretly Swedish. I know. Why do they try to hide it? We find out all the time. We know about you, ABBA, Ace of Base, other acts that start with A. Don't try to hide that. Everyone can tell. Yeah, we all know. Call your girlfriend. All right, there's one more email, and this is the one that includes a spoiler section. And it is the one that tries to explain uh, Casey the most. So, Jackie, I'll try to... Is that Casey and JoJo you're talking about? I'll try to go through it quickly. Oh, my God. This season is all about Casey and JoJo. Oh, there 
you go. You're right. <laughs> it, it, that's why. Well, no. Jodeci is different, but it's interesting. Interesting development. I mean, KC is part of Jodeci, right? Is he? I don't know. Yeah, because isn't it Jodeci is Jojo, Dow, whoever, and C, K, KC. Okay. This is from Thomas, and it's called An Email for Mark to Read. Hmm. All right, I'm just going to read it. You guys do whatever you want. Okay, you were right. KC and JoJo are the lead singers of the chart-topping R&B group. No, what are you doing? Jodeci. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were pretending to read the email. No, I'm just I'm just answering your question because you're boringly reading the email. Yeah, quietly to myself. Well, listen up, everyone. All right. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, guys. It's Thomas again with my second email. I'm glad you were counting. After adding to piles of people telling Jackie and Miles about <laughs> Dio last week, I felt bad, so this week I'm writing in to say that Jackie was right and Mark was wrong ha. regarding King Crimson. <laughs> More specifically, Jackie was right that King Crimson can see into the future. So far, by the way, we know that all of our listeners are horny. Yes. And know that King Crimson can see into the future. <laughs> they know more about the show than we do. Well, I feel like much of Mark's confusion stems from the fact that... by He's his a own, dummy. By his own admission, he read the old, horrible translation of the Part 5 manga. The more recent translation by the JoJo's Colored Adventure team is much better, and I think that if Mark had read that version instead, it wouldn't have been so confusing. I disagree. Notably, Miles went from saying he understood the ability to then taking that back and saying he no longer understood it after Mark tried explaining it. <laughs> I realize that I'm, not, I'm likely not the only person who is going to write in trying to explain King Crimson's ability, but I'm going to try and make it as clear as possible. I'm mostly using the R Stardust Crusaders explanation of the ability as the template of my explanation, so credit to the mods there. That's a subreddit. Hopefully, I don't confuse you guys farther, and I'm sorry in advance if I do. There are clearly marked spoilers in this email that are not meant to be read out loud. They're just there to give examples of what I'm saying to Mark, because I've read it before. King Crimson has two parts, Epitaph and the Time Skip ability. Epitaph. KC can see 10 seconds into the future. Okay, great. We got it, by the way. Now we know what that little face on top of King Crimson does the rest of his body. No idea. It's not just for aesthetic reasons. Yes, that's right. <clears throat> Sorry. Back to the email. <laughs> so that, that's just the epitaph power. The second one is time skip. Number one, the 10 seconds during which King Crimson is active aren't able to be interrupted by anyone. KC is unab unable to interact with anything and cannot receive any damage, though he can move around using what he saw via epitaph. Things that were to happen during the 10 seconds still occur, but as no one can process them, time is, quote, erased, unquote, from the perspective of everyone except Casey. Two, anything Casey was going to interact with, as foreseen by Epitaph, still moves as if he were there interacting with them. Okay, then there's a spoiler section here. So he becomes like a ghost for those 10 seconds. I guess so. I ghost so? Hmm. Ooh. Uh, and the, the part you put in, in spoilers, Thomas, um, it's, it's nice because it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. But it also, in my opinion, convolutes things more. That's not your fault. I think, I think just the rest of the comic makes things more complicated. <laughs> uh, anyway, to continue with the part that isn't a spoiler. Finally, regarding the elevator scene with Trish and Bruno. Yes. This type of attack requires a decent amount of planning. The way that it was pulled off was that the boss planned a confrontation where he could be in and out in less than 10 seconds. That way, Epitaph can see the whole thing. 
This is why he chose the narrow, confined space of an elevator. He then convinces himself that he is going to cut off Trish's hand and kidnap her, even without King Crimson. Once he sees through Epitaph that his attack will be successful, he immediately activates KC. At that point, because of the second rule of time skip, the boss doesn't actually have to take Trish. She'll still move as if she's being kidnapped during erased time. The boss just has to wait where Trish will end up at the end of the 10 seconds. This is also why he doesn't simply walk up and kill his enemies. Since Epitaph has to foresee him doing something, it has to be something he could normally do. He isn't brave enough to run up and attack someone head-on, so he can't simply plan an attack and activate King Crimson to be protected. On a completely unrelated note, Giorno's ability. In either the light novel Golden Heart Golden Ring or Purple Haze Feedback, I can't remember which, it's implied that Giorno can only create things if he understands their biology because he is shown reading biology books in his free time. Oh, okay. This would explain why he never creates complex organisms such as humans. Though it's worth noting that neither light novel is canon, they are both endorsed by Araki. But so is George Joestar, so take that as you will. That said, even with that limitation, Gold Experience is still a stupidly overpowered stand. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry about the long email, and I hope you guys don't get too overwhelmed with people trying to explain how King Crimson works. Thomas. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I wake up coughing in pain because I have a cold and can't sleep. Well, I feel better. Take NyQuil. No. Take ZZ Quill. But isn't ZZ Quill the one that doesn't help no, you? It just no, makes no, no, you go no. to sleep? You don't take that one. That just puts you to sleep. Take it. No, Mark. Wait, why? <laughs> no, no, I just, I said take ZZ Quill as a reference. I'm not really saying take, take whatever, it. Just take NyQuil. Take whatever your doctor recommends, um, but only take NyQuil if you Unless want to Unless your doctor sleep. recommends like fucking methamphetamines. Don't do that. Yeah, but what if you need them? Whatever your doctor, just trust your doctors. No, ask to see his credentials first, his or her credentials. My doctor says my Lanta. Oh. Anyway, um, did that help clarify anything? I think I get it now. I don't. I get it, but I can't talk about Miles, it. Miles, explain to me the no, elevator. I can't what explain. happened in the I cannot elevator? explain it. I'm telling you, I cannot explain it. I think this definitely lends... <laughs> <laughs> you understand, but you can't explain Wait, it. I just said it turns him into a ghost, but... A ghost wouldn't be able to cut. I don't get it anymore. I think that Thomas's interpretation includes the idea of fate. Because isn't it like the user with King Crimson can see what he would have done? Like even he doesn't know what he would have done, but uses Epitaph to see what his intentions are and then has to follow them? So he's like, right. So if he, so he, he knows that if he were to, when the elevator opens, grab Trish, like cut off her hand, grab her and like like take her away with bruno not being able to do anything what the fuck like i guess the idea is that by cutting off her hand that's the part that's connected to bruno yeah right so is this basically so is he saying that it's like oingo boingo like what happens in the comic has to happen yeah but you can make it happen differently yeah but oingo boingo it's like by accident and it's stupid yeah but it's like a more purposeful oingo boingo but then but then see i don't understand that like in what universe would bruno just allow her to be kidnapped and for her hand to be chopped off well i think i think it just happened really fast and he could maybe he tried to we don't this is before we see the power so maybe he tried to like swat at um king crimson or whatever took trish away 
And then he doesn't remember it because it was a race. So then he's just sitting there holding her hand going, what? Okay. You know what I mean? Because he can't, he can't hurt uh, King Crimson anyway. Mm-hmm. If King Crimson only popped in the elevator during the stop time. So maybe he did try to hit him, but it just whiffed. Or it could be, or it could be like, so when, when he activates the power, his only intention is to be holding Trish's hand. So he continues to hold her hand. And then as in between that time, ah. he just cuts off her hand and like takes her away. That kind of makes sense to me. Right? Yeah. Because if you can just see your intentions, you're not aware you're in a battle. So you're like, I'm yeah. just going to hold your hand and comfort yeah. you. Right. And also, I love it because you're a pretty girl. Yeah. Too young. So he keeps holding her hand. She well, his keeps, intentions are just hand holding. He mm. keeps holding her hand. She keeps holding his hand. And then, you know, next thing she knows, she like appears with this guy and she just whatever. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I don't think that what Tom wrote makes sense, though. Sorry. Sorry, Thomas. The rest of it, it is more confusing. However, Thomas, I like being confused. I don't think you're wrong. I think you might even be right. (laughs) But I don't necessarily think that it makes sense. But that's not your fault. No one has explained to me how a whole Bruno Bucciarati can punch another whole Bruno Bucciarati Oh, 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 oh. In a I'm sorry. It's previous a, time. It's addressed in the spoiler part. Let me see if I can do it without some context. Hang on. Is this just a mystery that I will never understand until more Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something you won't understand until later, possibly. Okay, so there's more, if, to, if there's more to his power. If we understand anything at all. <laughs> if we ever, if we ever understand. But I see what you're saying. Wink, wink. Mark, do you think, now knowing that, whatever you're reading... Does that does Bruno punching himself make sense? And do you really think that time is not is 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 linear still? Time is definitely linear. Ah, fuck. Um, <laughs> but the the Bruno seeing himself and hitting himself makes more sense. Yes. Okay. It makes more sense. I don't like it. I'm not saying it makes perfect sense. Oh yeah. I don't like it because I don't understand it. I don't. That's like, how I feel about everything. I don't like what I don't understand. Get out of my country. That's a lyric from. I'm um, just kidding. I'm hey, kidding. Hey, hey. That's a lyric from "Kill the Beast." We don't like what we don't understand. In fact, it scares us. And da 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 da. Who sings that? It's like the townspeople. It's the lynch mob. It's like the townspeople form an angry mob that want to. They want to kill the beast. Oh, in Beauty and the Beast. What did I say? You didn't say anything. Oh, from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> it was erased. We don't like what we don't understand. In fact, it scares us. My, one of my teachers in, in college for like broadcasting and TV, he was explaining about how like, I don't know. I don't remember it 100%, but he basically was saying like, if your intentions aren't clear or whatever, then like the, your bosses, the studio or, or the audience, whatever, will be like, I don't understand it. I don't like it. I want to kill it. Yes. He would say those three things, which is basically, I think that makes sense where you're like, I don't get this TV show. I don't understand it. I don't like that. I don't understand it. I want it off my fucking TV. Well, so here's the thing. If you, if you don't understand something, there's, there's two reasons. Well, there, there could be multiple reasons, but it could be, oh, I'm an idiot or this is poorly written. No, I don't think you have to do either of those things. Well, I think it's common to think those things. You're like, okay, well, I don't like it's it's not because I'm stupid, it's because this is poorly written and this should be understandable for everybody. Those are two you know? co- those are two common thoughts, but I just I don't necessarily think it's a, a binary thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, I'm I'm trying to explain that natural reaction of okay. not not liking what you can't understand. Yes. 
I like how at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, she just sings a song making fun of all her neighbors. It's mean. <laughs> yeah. Is that when Gaston eats four dozen eggs or whatever he says? No, that's in a that's um that's a different song. That's one all about Gaston. That's one about all about eggs. No. <laughs> eggs are a perfect food for humans. They contain cholesterol, but a good kind. That's true. That's what a doctor said. Well, first of all, that song that she sings isn't that song about everyone else making fun of her because they don't get her. Yeah, but it's because she's smarter than all of them. Right. She's, on, she's, her, like, she's on her cloud. She's like, I read books. These people are stupid. No, that's, it's the other way around. Everybody's like, I don't get this fucking like girl. All she does is read books. She doesn't talk to anybody. Like, what's her deal? And she's like, I just want to be me. No, she thinks they're stupid and beneath her. I want much more than this provincial life. Yeah. How is that? How, how are we supposed to take that if we're her neighbors? If she, she calls more. us provincial. Like, yeah, you think you're better than, you think they, you're better than this place? They said much worse things about her. They said much worse, worse <laughs> things about oh, her. Oh, such as? Um, um, hold on. You can't. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. Wait, hold on. I have to like, You've the thing Disney is I have, to, I have to play the whole song in my head. <laughs> I have to, I'll wait. I have to play the whole song in my head. Hold on. Look, there she goes. That girl is strange. No question. Dazed and distracted. Can't you tell? Never part of any crowd. Cause her head's all in up in some cloud. No denying. She's a funny girl. That bell. Okay. She's a funny girl. That's not that much worse to be like, oh, she's always reading books and thinking about stuff. That's not that mean. Uh, look, there she goes. That girl is so peculiar. I wonder if she's feeling well. Okay, that's With meaner. a dreamy far of look and her Good. nose stuck in a book. What a puzzle to the rest of us is Belle. Okay, that's meaner. <laughs> Uh, but behind that fair facade, I'm afraid she's rather odd. Very different from the rest of us is Belle. Oh, I can see wanting to get out of there, I guess. Everybody's like, you don't belong here. <laughs> I don't, we don't understand you. You're so weird. Everybody's like, look at that fucking weird girl. She's so pretty, but she's so weird. If only she stopped being so weird, you know? All right. I guess I would understand wanting to move out after that. <laughs> all right. I take uh, it all back, Bill. Jackie, do you, what are your, what are your thoughts on this arc so far now that we've seen the summary episode? Oh, wait. Okay. So I have a lot of thoughts. <clears throat> so let me begin. Well, first of all, the recap episode, let me recap the recap really quick. It's basically just a recap of, of what we know, which is, but it, it, <laughs> it's, 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 each, oh. <laughs> it's each of the backstories of, uh, of, of, uh, Fugo, Narancha, um, Misa and Abakio. So it's their um, it's it's their like kind of backstories of like what they were doing before they joined the gang and kind of how they joined the gang, um, as well as a little bit of a recap of what happened in the tower when King Crimson and the boss uh, stole Trish and there was like fights happening and stuff. So regarding the four backstories that we see, um, I wanted to ask you all. Well, first of all, I, I want to say um, there's some themes that I noticed. Um, basically, all of their backstories are it's just like they're mostly good guys that were that made a mistake or were failed by the system somehow. Um, so they were charged for and they like put in jail for a crime that really they were doing something heroic kind of thing. Or they like made one mistake, like they lost control or um, 
you know, we're enacting revenge, but it's like, you kind of, you kind of feel bad for them. You kind of like, it's easy to forgive them, but the system does not forgive them. Um, so like, that's a common theme. Um, some other themes I noticed. So like with, with, um, Leon, uh, Leone Abacchio, his whole thing is like, it's about justice and he makes a mistake because of like the whole, like, spider-man thing where um he like doesn't care about doing like he ignores doing the right thing or he he looks the other way and um kind of feels like he needs to atone for it later because it's a it's a mistake narancha is too trusting of his bro friend fugo is unable to gain control or or right. keep keep self-control he's, he's wronged like the other ones are but he, he flips out he's can, a loose cannon yeah. mista is he also kind of loses control and he gets revenge on the guys that were shooting him and who were hurting the woman. So they each kind of represent different flaws or different mistakes or different like ideas and different motivations and stuff like that. Um, in terms of resolve, resolve can mean like determination and purpose. And I think for each of them, their purpose is like um, Abakio's purpose in the gang is to like atone for past sins. Naracha's Naracha's um, purpose is to kind of find a home and people that care about him and that they can reciprocate that kind of trust um, and loyalty and family. Fugo is maybe trying to learn to control himself. I guess he doesn't necessarily have the kind of loyalty that the other people have. Um, and, Mista, I don't know. Oh, Mista, I think is just trying to follow his own fate, kind of thing, right? Um, so my question to you guys is: of of these uh, characters, who do you relate to the most? Whose story do you relate to the most? Hmm. Probably Mista. I'm a very go with the flow kind of person, and no one can hit you with bullets until they can a million times. Yeah, <laughs> but I survive. That's sort of his karmic uh, fate, right? He's like, I dodged all those bullets, and then it's just paid off in spades. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as who, who I relate to, I don't know. I don't know. As a as a single mom, I relate to Bucciolati. No, I don't know. Um, I don't, who do you relate to, Jackie? I relate to Narancha because he is too trusting, and I am also too trusting, and I also want to feel like I belong and be part of a nice group of people and also i'm, I'm very loyal mm. i guess i feel that way i just i like mista so i want to say him but i really I, I don't know why i would say that i relate to fugo blowing up on people and wanting to infect people with viruses <laughs> those two things okay great. i don't know what else you got cool well, do you agree agree with my asset assessment on themes and and what each no, of them, you, no, their you're purposes right. and stuff? And I mean, I think that an environment like this one, the crime ridden streets uh, of Venice, uh, breeds that sort of story where people are in an environment for really shitty things to happen to them. Mm -hmm. But these guys in particular are likable because they didn't necessarily do horrible things motivated with the worst intentions yeah. nor are they like if they did do something really bad are they not regretful about it they're sort of heroic but yeah. not they all did the something way bad but it wasn't like like they still had the some ethical reasons behind what they did at the time it was just like you know a, a things like impulse control or 
Um, Look, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, I think... Did you come up with that? Yeah, that's, that's an original. Really good. Thanks. Um, Leone might be a, a, the most different, I think, because he... What, what happens with him is... He was part of the justice system. It's kind of like a neglect thing. Like, he, he, he was looking the other way. He wasn't kind of doing his job the way that he was supposed to. Um, and... But they're all examples of how the criminal justice system where they live has failed. Yeah. Um, like Leone could not resist the temptation of being a corrupt cop. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Narancho was wrongfully arrested. Guido Misto was saving a woman's life was still jailed. Fugo. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was fending off a molester, although he got off anyway because his parents are rich. Mm-hmm. So like it's a failure on multiple counts. Yeah. Um, but they're all examples of how like the criminal justice system is corrupt or ineffective. Mm. Which is why you should just join the mafia. Right. Yeah. It's a bit of a leap. What if instead of joining the mafia, this whole arc was about criminal justice reform and they all become activists? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing would happen. Nothing would change. (laughs) What if they all just became politicians? (laughs) Like Smokey? So Smokey. That's it, I think. Those are my thoughts. Um, just think, just reflecting on the themes. I do wish that for, for some of these characters, we don't see their powers enough. Like Fugo, we like, we see his power. What? Once? Once. We don't see it ever again. We see oh, you're right. a lot. We, we barely, we barely see Fugo's power and it seems like it would be pretty useful. Um, Narancho, we see, we, he has the one big fight, so we see it a lot. And yeah. it's and it doesn't seem like there's that much to it. It's a plane. I think we see Narancha and Mista a lot. We don't see Abakio's power all that much. Abakio? Abakio. We've seen it a couple times. Moody Blues? The yeah. one where he like rewinds things. We see it a few times. We don't see it that much. Not compared as like well the ones we see the most are like Bruno, Mista, and Narancha, I think. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. But I I would say Abakio's not. It's you know, it's been used multiple times uh, as far as trying to trace where the guys go in the condom boat, then retracing like the phone call, I think that was made by the criminal on the boat. Mm-hmm. I know this is all kind of contained in one episode, but uh, then replaying his own hand during the fight with the man in the mirror. Okay. Um, you're right about right. that. And in the turtle. In the turtle. Yeah. To figure out wh- wh- where that old man shot himself. Mm-hmm. And the old man had to position himself to shoot himself in the head, knocking himself out of the turtle. It's very silly. I think we could have seen more Fugo, and so it, maybe Fugo. that maybe that's why it makes sense that he just like doesn't uh, join them. So yeah, I mean they also could have just killed off Fugo. I I don't know. I think it's yeah. Who cares about him? I don't know. They like didn't really give him a. He he could have not existed, right? Like they didn't really give him a big part in this. His stand is so cool, though. I feel His like stand it's a waste. is cool. Yeah. But maybe it's we'll scary. see him again. It's so scary. Oh, you know what? They, maybe maybe they fight him because if he stays working like loyal for loyal to the boss instead of you know his gang, yeah, then that that might mean that they'll they will have to fight him. The boss might order him to fight them, mm, and that would be really scary. But maybe he just goes his and does his is, own thing. His power is scary. Maybe he just opens a restaurant, and if you leave a bad review on Yelp, you get a virus. Oh, and your flesh comes off. Mm. No, but I think that would go back to the restaurant, though. I think that's got to happen. <laughs> People eating at this Italian restaurant keep dying. And they all die. You just keep killing and killing. Uh, I mean, the thing with Fugo is, I think it's a very cool 
departure from the usual arc of Jojo and friends on the other arcs? Like we have characters die and then come back or just straight up die and not come back. But we don't see people stop becoming friends. It's usually an endless collection of adding friends. Right. This is like an ideological split. You and me Mm -hmm. forever. Which is, which is. Fugo is like, listen, I'm just doing my job. (laughs) I said I was ride or die. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm going to ride. That's what he says. Me together, stars forever. Do you got any other uh, points? Um, those are my main thoughts. All right. Well, if that's everything, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, join us next week when we get a new episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And if you have any thoughts about what we've said here today or about the next episode, even though it hasn't happened yet, you can write to us when it does at JoJo's Bizarre Pod at, at gmail.com. I knew it. Nice. You finished it. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and tweet to us much shorter things if you follow at JJBpod. And uh, if you somehow are listening to this without subscribing or whatever, go ahead and subscribe that. No, wait. Let me take that again. Go ahead and <laughs> smash that subscribe button on iTunes or whatever. And if you want, you don't have to, but you should leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Just hit like the rate and review button. And in the review box, just type, uh, you know, um, ice cold uh, drinks, you know, just some fucking words. Mm. It doesn't matter. You Sounds can put good. A little, you can put a little bit of thought into you it. You can put a little bit more thought. Just write like, I love ice cold drinks. Just write whatever you want. I love ice cold drinks. I love <laughs> ice cold drinks. Thanks again, everyone. Have a good week. Bye. Thanks, Thanks bye. Thanks all. Bye.